This is Mission Qualphone, a monthly podcast that takes you inside the workings of our company, but not just the ins and outs of business. We look at the ideas and insights that make Qualphone truly unique. As a company, we are committed to being the best and making each person's life better. Join us as we get to know and learn from people from across the organization. What's their story? What have they learned? And how do they live out Qualphone's mission? Welcome to Mission Qualphone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Mission Qualphone podcast. I'm Jeremy, and I'm here with Marisol. Hi, Marisol. Hey, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, I know, Marisol, that you are very excited about today's guest. I am very excited. We have Doug Gilmer on from the person's office. And I, I just have to tell you this quick little story from the 2020 summit in Mexico City, which I've referred to so many times on this podcast. It was a, it was a very it was a defining moment for me. Right. Mexico City was a defining moment. It's where the mission really came alive for me. I joke, you know, that's when I got the fever, <laughs> became obsessed. It was it was a, a magical couple of days for me, as well as complicated few days for me. I had a lot going on. Uh, I was very emotional. My two children were. I have twin. I have three children, but two of them, twins, were in the middle of the college application process, mm-hmm. uh, which is very stressful. <laughs> yes. My mother had passed away a, a few years prior and being in Mexico City, uh, attending a Spanish mass. I, it just I was very I was I was very emotional. A lot was going on for me. And, and fortunately for me, maybe unfortunately for Doug Gilmore, <laughs> he just happened to be sitting next to me at so many of these moments. And true to our mission, someone who I, I don't work in the same department as him, I had very little interaction with him. There is absolutely no reason for this gentleman to be. It's not just kindness. He was so calm, so grounding, and offered me time and time again over the those three days some of the best advice I, I've received. And I'm just excited to introduce him to to the listeners. I'm sad because he's retiring and we did catch him on his last day of work, but I'm glad that we got this on tape and that people will get to to hear more from Doug cuz um he's a wonderful human being and I was very very fortunate to to have met him. Well, great. Let's jump into the interview. This is our Director of Global Compensation, Doug Gilmore. So, welcome to the podcast. On his very last day, before he retires, our Director of Global Compensation, Doug Gilmore. Welcome, Doug. Hi, glad to be here. Jeremy, have you met Doug? I have met Doug, not in person, but I've worked with Doug on a few different things. Uh, he's been on our monthly QML a couple times, I think. So yeah, I've, I've worked with Doug a couple times, and, I, and I'm uh, shocked and dismayed to learn that this is his last day here at Qualphone. Today's his last day. So this is an impromptu podcast because I heard that he was retiring. And I had tried to get you on the podcast before, but you were in the thick of some work, Doug, for last season. And 
when I heard it was you were retiring, I was like, oh, gosh, we got to. <laughs> and today's your last day yeah. before you retire. This is like this is like an exit interview. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> before I ask you some questions, I have to give the audience and Jeremy some background about Doug. Doug, I don't know if I've told you this. I think I've already insinuated to you offline, but you gave me, I'm pretty sure, the best career advice I've ever received. And I've hired business coaches. I've had amazing mentors. We were on a call and I'm not really sure what we were discussing per se, but you said, create the job that you want. Imagine what it is that you want to be doing on your day to day and then work towards that. And if you don't have clarity on what you want to do, you're not going to achieve it. <laughs> I was like, my mind like imploded, I think. <laughs> and very soon thereafter, I pitched the the podcast to the executive team. I, I was journaling this for a while. I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, in my dream day, I would get to do some podcasting. And guess what? I'm doing it. So thank you, Doug. The Mission Qualphone podcast thanks you. We wouldn't well, be here. My without pleasure. You. And in fact, I, I like to say that I've hardly had an original idea in my life. But what I do is <laughs> steal shamelessly from lots of great ideas, from lots of great people that I've come across in my life. And and all I try to do is share share that back and, and pay it forward for other people that I come in contact with. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your kindness in Mexico. You were very, you know, I was having I was sort of told the story before I was having a moment about the realization of my mother's passing and and you were very kind and and I think that is very telling about Qualphone and the people that you know we have in our company the leadership that we have because ha- having not met you not being in your department you were everything that we talk about in mentorship in, in that weekend so thank you well thank you in fact um it's interesting I, I didn't realize it at the time but when I interviewed with Mike Jossie for this job, one of the things that I shared with him and something that I've always believed very deeply is that as leaders, we are paid for three things and three things only, our judgment, our integrity, and our character. And the way to treat everyone, not, not, not just in life, not to, in life, not just at work and not just at home, but everybody, treat everybody with fairness, dignity, and respect. And I think if you do those six things, that that life will go pretty well for you. Maybe not all the time. We all we all have our ups and downs. But uh, when I talk to Mike Jossie about those things in, in in future weeks and months and even years, as I came to understand more about what a mission leader is, I realized that I was just telling Mike the stuff that he had already heard. Mm-hmm from Qualphone mm-hmm. and about the mission leader. And uh, so I was only, I was unknowingly reflecting back exactly probably what he wanted to hear. Yeah. And probably also, I think what the message that we are constantly discussing and you hear about, it's in our culture, it's in our DNA, ultimately that of the chairman's is all those things. I mean, we can like repackage it or reframe it, as you said, nothing's an original thought but putting it into practice every single day at work at home with your family in society i find it to be a wonderful way to live your life yes it is if you're a frequent listener to the podcasts the theme continues to go through and i hope it's the theme that everyone gets from this podcast is that this is what qualphone is about and 
we are different and and I've worked for lots of companies and I've worked for some companies that that feel very strongly about their mission and vision and and you know some of them do pretty good but it's nothing like Qualphone and and I've had the the, the great fortune of, of meeting Alfonso Gonzalez in person on more than one occasion. And uh, in fact, both times that I had the chance to sit in his office in Monterey, Mexico and chat with him, somebody ended up having to come knock on the door both times because we had, we were running long and I just enjoyed talking to him so much and the, and the passion and, and deep feeling that he has for what Qualphone can be and what Qualphone is and what his vision is for the future is just amazing. And it's it, it gives it gives me goosebumps every time I think about it. And and I always I feel very fortunate to have known Alfonso and um and and his family. And it's it's a great opportunity to work here. Doug, here you are, your last day on the job here at Qualphone. And uh, I can't think of a better time to ask someone, how did you get here? Give us a little background. Give us your story now as you're looking back over your career, particularly here at Qualphone. But even before that, just kind of give us a a thumbnail sketch of what got you here. You know, here at Qualphone, we talk about helping people achieve their total vocation. And um, my career path started out uh, in the hotel business. I worked for Marriott for about 23 years. Um, Worked my way up from from a college graduate in an entry-level job all the way up to being a general manager of a small hotel. And from there, I went to work for Marriott's timeshare division in human resources. I had always wanted to get into human resources and finally had that opportunity uh, in the early, around 2000 is when I started in there. But from there, I realized that HR wasn't exactly the right fit for me. I'm very analytical. Um, if you're familiar with uh, Now Discover Your Strengths, Marcus mm-hmm. Buckingham's book, yeah. uh, my number one theme, my number one talent, as they say, is analytical. And um, HR isn't, doesn't necessarily look for people who are analytical, but, but you know what? Compensation does. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's, that, it's that analytical side of, of the human resources business. But you still have to deal with the things I talked about before, fairness, dignity, and respect judgment, integrity, and character, those things still matter just as much, but in a different way. And once I got into compensation, I realized this is the right fit for me. And I've been in compensation ever since. It's been about 20 years that I've been in the compensation role with several different organizations, but always doing the same kind of thing where I've always believed, and, and I came up with this theory when my son was five years old. I've always believed that you should be able to explain your job to a five-year-old. Right. And so my son's name is Stephen. And I and and when he asked me one day, you know, what do you do at work? I, and I, at the time, I, I worked in human resources. I was a human resources manager uh, for a corporate headquarters office. And I said, I make sure that people get treated fair at work. Mm. And when you really get down to it, that's what HR is about. And then when I when I transitioned into compensation. My, I just adjusted my, my five-year-old speech a little bit. I make sure that people get paid fair at, at the company. That's it. Right. If, I, I believe that if you can't explain your job to a five-year-old, maybe you're get, making it a little bit too complex. So that's what I've been doing for about 20 years is just making sure that the pay is fair at the companies that I work for and, and certainly at Qualphone. And thank you for doing that, Doug. So I want to take it back to Qualphone being a different kind of company because I I believe that too. I believe at that summit that where where I met you is 
the realization and the true realization I had that this was not your typical BPO or company. I want to talk a little bit more about that and what you see. Like I see our chairman believes this mission with his whole heart. Like it's, it's not, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's not a marketing ploy. It's not a PR stunt. This is something you, you just have to be in his presence to understand that he really thinks we can touch everyone that works through, you know, not even just works through our customers, our clients, our customers, customers, everyone who we engage with or interact with, uh, to quote from our CEO, Doug Kearney, you know, we can affect positive change. So you have that. And then, you know, my experience with, with Mike Mara, um, and seeing how he has scaled companies, I just, to see that combination of the both of them, it makes me very excited for Qualphone. What do you have to add to that? I couldn't agree more about uh, your thoughts on, on Alfonso. He's the passion that he brings every single day, every single call, every time I've interacted with him is amazing. And as you said, you really just have to experience it. And my biggest wish for Qualphone is that everybody could have the opportunity to experience the, uh, the 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 meeting that we have in Mexico City, where where we got together at the summit, and and just one speaker after another, the the theme comes through the same way. When when we opened the summit and we had representatives from five or six or seven different religions give their invocations, and it was the passion that everybody has for it is is just amazing and and to experience that in person is is really something special you know i got to experience it in detroit and also in um in mexico city and of course we had a virtual summit this year which was it wasn't as great but in many ways it was really neat to have that opportunity as well because it was really special when the star awards were presented and because we were it was a virtual summit everybody was at their house mm-hmm. and on several occasions it was family members that surreptitiously had already found out that their that their that the their family member who works for Qualphone was winning this great award and they helped present the award to them where all of a sudden the person was on video and and a family member there's walked in with this trophy and <laughs> said congratulations and that was that was really special and it just all those things come together to talk about the the, the values and and the and the mission that we have and how passionate not just the Gonzalez family is but but as you mentioned Mike Morrow and and all the E team are are the same way it's it's amazing to see the I've never worked in an organization that has almost no politics, at least that I see mm-hmm. where, you know, everybody's jostling around and seeing who can get ahead and who, and, and maybe step mm-hmm. on somebody else to get something for themselves. And I don't see that at all with Qualphone. I see a leadership team who just works together very well. Um, I've spoke, spoken se- separately uh, with several members of the E-team this week as, as it's my last week to thank them personally for just what they bring to the table and it's how unique they are that the passion and and the openness they have to new ideas and to to 
to living the mission that we have and to being be true mission leaders. It's amazing to see that in, in the E-team that we have and the leadership. Um, a story that I want to share, I've shared just recently with another group of people uh, talking about my interview process again. And I live in Orlando, Florida. And many of you probably know that Mike Morrow lives in South Florida. Mm-hmm. We, we live probably three and a half, four hours away from one another. And Mike wanted to meet with me prior, as part of the interview process. And I said, well, you know, we can certainly meet in person. This was certainly before, before COVID. And I said, I'd be happy to drive down and meet with you. And he said, no, 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 no. Uh, we'll, we'll meet halfway. And so, so I drove about two hours south. He drove about two hours north. And we literally met in the middle and, and spent an hour or two uh, interviewing at a, uh, at, a, at a stop along the side of the road, basically, on Florida's Turnpike. And um, had a great opportunity to meet with him and understand his vision for the company and, and to see his passion as a mission leader, too. And it was it was just a tremendous opportunity and really helped me understand that I was in the right place between the two meetings with the two mics. Right. Um, I really knew that I was making the right decision to join Qualphone. Doug, you mentioned uh, the fact that you are a very analytical person and that. Uh, working in the field of compensation like you do, there's an opportunity for you to use uh, those interests and talents you have as being an analytical person. My question is, in your role as the global compensation director, how have you been able to make each person's life better? From my perspective, it comes down to, again, I go back to my fundamental themes, fairness, dignity, and respect. Um, and, and remember, fairness doesn't necessarily mean equity. It doesn't mean we pay everybody the same. What we try to do in the compensation department, and, and, and when I say we, I'm talking about uh, Liliana Morales and Alejandro Martinez, who also are part of the team and, and tremendous partners that, that I, I can't thank enough for all the, uh, the support and, and partnership that they've offered me over the last three years. But what we do is we try to make sure that the pay is right for each person, for each individual. So while we may have 10, 11, 12,000 agents working at the various call centers throughout the world with Qualphone, we want to make sure that the pay is appropriate for each person. When you talk about positions that uh, that are one of a kind, for example, all three of us right. are in one of a kind of jobs, and we have to look at each of those people, what they bring to the table not not just the job they do, but but also the qualifications they have, the experience they have, the value that they bring to the company, and look at each person. Getting back to our mission, be the best, and and and, and makes each person's life better, is to look at each individual and say, are we paying the right amount? for each person. So what we do when we grade a job, when we determine what the right pay for a given job is, is we will we will look internally first of all and say, okay, do we have other people whose jobs are similar to this one? And what do they make and what's the appropriate scope from there? And then from there, we also look externally. One of the things that we do is we spend a, quite a bit of money each year on salary surveys from a couple companies, one called Mercer and one called ERI, Economics Research Incorporated. And 
we pay a lot of money for that information because it's so valuable to us. Um, you, you see, you come across people who may say, well, I went on salary.com and I think my job should pay this, or, Hey, I went to this other free website and it said I should make that. Mm -hmm. And what I always say to people is, is remember that free information that you get off the internet is worth exactly what you paid for it. Right. Yes. There's a reason that we pay money for these surveys because it's been statistically validated. Uh, there's people like myself and Liliana and Alejandro at every company out there that very carefully look at every single job and the job description and the scope and the responsibilities for each job and then say, okay, here's what we're paying, what are you paying? And all that information is confidentially gathered by companies like Mercer and then they they validate all that data and then send it back to us in terms of reports so that we can then see what is a statistically validated number or range of numbers for all the different jobs. We, we have information on over 8,000 different kinds of jobs worldwide. And of course, each country and even each area in each country may have a different pay level that is appropriate for that place. So those are all the things that go into how we have to do our jobs. One of the things that uh, we like to say about compensation is people might say, well, so, it, so it's all science, right? It's just numbers. You just look at numbers, you look at spreadsheets, and you say, this is exactly the pay that should be right for this per person in this job. Well, that's not exactly right because every, each of us is a different individual. Each person is unique. So we also have to bring in the art of this and as well as the science and say, okay, now we've got the science. Now let's put the art together and let's talk about the value that goes with each person with each job. In particular, great example with Qualphone is our mission department. We have a great many people. We talked earlier about the passion that the leadership of our organization has for our mission. And we truly put our money where our mouth is with the mission team. We have a great number of people who, who work in the mission department. And when Liliana, Alejandro, and I grade jobs in the mission department, we really have to use that art a lot. Because we have statistics on human resources and training and people who help help give give counseling and stuff like that. But the value that Qualphone places on mission and on these mission type roles is different from any other organization that I know of. And so we have to take that into consideration, too. Many of our positions are, are truly unique. And, and we have to keep that in consideration as we decide what each, each job is worth. You give stunning answers, first of all. I, I like can't find my, my words, uh, so thank you. But as you were talking, it reminded me of one of the times we were sitting next to each other at Summit. It was uh, discussing EVP, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of beautiful because I think we're going to discuss this in great detail right now. Okay, time out for just a sec. Did you say AVP or EVP? EVP, Employee Value Proposition. Okay, thank you. And uh, we, we split up into groups and we were trying to come up with a way to articulate this passion that we all have that's above compensation, above title, above the things that you normally think of when you think about your career. That's, I think, what Qualphone has is there's all these other value adds that go beyond compensation, go beyond t 
title that makes us a special place to work. It's true. And and what's interesting about it is that it, it may cost us a little more to do these things, to have a mission department, but I believe it pays huge dividends in the long run and, mm-hmm. and helps us make, a, make us a successful company, not just for today, but for literally generations to come. At the summit, there was a presentation where we talked about it, not just Alfonso Gonzalez, but the family, Alfonso Jr. and Juan Pablo, and and the value and and the future for our company. And I actually had an interaction with Alfonso Jr. just over the last week or so, talking about some, some challenging situations that we were dealing with together. And at the end of the call, I actually got on the phone with Liliana and said, the future of this company is in great hands. Alfonso Jr. is going to be a terrific leader for this organization someday. Well, he already is a leader, but I mean the leader as a a potential future chairman. I know that Qualfund is in great hands for for a long time to come. You know, in, in publicly held companies, they only worry about how we do in this quarter. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what the stockholders want to know. Well, we have the luxury being privately held to, to take a very long-term view on, on what's important to the company. And it's, it's great to work in an organization that does that. Because sometimes if you only worry about how we're doing today or tomorrow or for this quarter, you might not make the best decisions that are going to help this company be successful for the really long term. And at the end of the day, that's Qualphone's in it for the long term. It's it's not just to make each person's life better, but it's to make more person's lives better over the next five, 10, 20, 50 years. And I think we're really well positioned to make that happen. And you said something really interesting because, you know, the three of us are here. We're fangirling on Qualphone. And you would think that if you're listening from the outside that, you know, this is a, a dream company and we want to work there. It doesn't mean that we're perfect. There, there are, you know, opportunities for growth and something about our leadership that I absolutely adore and, and see them practice is hearing about growth and, and change and, and how can we, as we're growing so quickly, how do we, how can we be better as a company, as an organization? Case in point, letting us do this podcast. They took a risk. They didn't. (laughs) And they let us do it. And they let Jeremy and I really pursue our passion. I don't know what we want to (laughs) And it's a great company to work for. And we have great people that work for the company. And I think, Doug, you have uh, expressed beautifully on this podcast one of the reasons that makes Qualphone so great. It's It's our leadership. One of the coolest things I think about Qualphone is that the opportunities that we present really are for people who may not have a whole lot in life. You know, entry level jobs, maybe somebody who's younger, just finishing up school and looking to get a start in the business world. And yeah, maybe maybe working at a call center isn't what these folks ultimate goal is. But we get that foot in the door opportunity. And as we grow and as we're always looking for more good supervisors and team leads and and operations managers. And next thing you know, somebody does a good job on the director of operations. And if you take it even to the next level, there are people in our organization who are directors of call centers that started out as an agent. And I'm not saying that every single agent is that's going to happen for them. 
But if you do the right things and you're willing to learn and, and, and take advantage of the opportunities that we present, yeah, the sky is the limit. And it's amazing to think about. And not only that, but something that what, what my freshman year in college, I had a college professor who, who said something that really struck me. In life, anything can be taken away from you. Any material positions you have, your, even your own life can be taken away from you. But one thing that can never be taken away from you is your education. And when you think about the educational opportunities that Qualphone offers, not just from learning on the job and, and learning new jobs and, and the opportunities for growth, but through Roshot and the incredibly inexpensive opportunity to get even a four-year degree that we offer for our employees is just a tremendous opportunity for people to grow. Maybe and maybe their their vocation doesn't doesn't end with Qualphone. Maybe it's something else. But we are give, able to give them a job to start things out and to get an education and make their lives better, not only for themselves but for their family and move on to whatever the calling is in life. And but we give them that opportunity to get that start, and that's. That's very exciting that, that the scope of our job, of our of our impact on the world isn't just the 14 or 15,000 people that happen to work for Qualphone and their families. It goes well beyond that over the years. And I think that's an, makes it an exciting place to be. So, Doug, and I think I know what half of your answer is going to be when I ask you this question. I have a two parter for you. So the first part is. What's been the biggest challenge? And I don't want you to confine it just to Qualphone. What has been the biggest challenge you've faced as a working in compensation for the last 20 years? And then what has been the most rewarding part of that career? The biggest challenge would be that we always wish we could pay people more. Mm. Every company does. But at the end of the day, we have an obligation to our owners and, and to the business to run a, a good business. You know, one of our four agreements is to spend wisely, not spend frivolously, spend wisely. And we have to do that. And we have to be to be fair and equitable in, in how we spend the company's money, because if we're smart about it, that's how we grow. Right. And as we grow, that offers more opportunities. But yeah, there's always a challenge, you know, especially we talked about people getting educated and growing and, and wanting more for themselves. There may be an opportunity where somebody has been an operations manager with Qualphone and has done a terrific job and we'd love to promote them. But you know what? There just isn't right the, the right opportunity for them quite yet. And maybe if they can stick around or maybe if they're willing to transfer or move to another area, we can get them that opportunity to grow their career. But it doesn't always happen. And so that's a bit of a challenge. But um, the most rewarding thing for me it has been that knowing that and I've said this for a long time. I, I've managed lots, large groups of people, and I've, I've managed worked with small groups of people. And but once you're in compensation, your impact is really company wide. Right, right. And my saying has always been: the world is not a fair place, mm. but I'm going to make my little corner of it as fair as I can. I think about Alfonso when I say that, and I think you know his ability as mm. as the chairman of this organization to make his little corner, his little corner is bigger than my little corner <laughs> of the world, a little bit better. 
and and you, you think about the passion and, and and the work that's been done in Cuatro Cienegas um, as a result of the Gonzalez family and their commitment to that part of the world is just amazing. And at the end of the day, you know, we we talk about strides and the last S in strides is spirituality and making the world a little bit better. To me, that's what spirituality is all about. Right. And and I think that we as an organization do that every day. And that's that's pretty neat. So, Doug, with your vast experience as you're exiting your career, which I want to know how that feels. How does it feel to be retiring? Because that absolutely terrifies me. And <laughs> and you're about to do it. But before you answer that, the spirituality, is that something in, that you had experienced in your career before within an organization? Because I had not. And it's it's one of the reasons that I, you know, so in love with the company is allowing us to be, I don't know if allowing us to be spiritual is the, the right phrase, but that it's discussed, it's part of our culture, that it's uh, not something that I have to keep separate and compartmentalized outside of my, my work. Did I ask a question? You didn't really ask a question, I don't think. But I can give you an answer. <laughs> I, know what, I know what you're getting at. Okay. <laughs> See, Doug. <laughs> I think that I've worked for lots of different companies, and uh, and and certainly Marriott is is a big it's a family run company. I've met Bill Marriott several times. I've met his son Steve Marriott, and every company I've worked for gives back to the community. But qualf and spirituality is it's a very personal thing. I don't think I've ever heard anybody express that for a company before Qualphone. But I think in terms of, of what it means and, you know, doing the right thing, do, integrity, the saying is integrity is doing the right thing when nobody is looking. Mm -hmm. I think most companies do that. I think Qualphone strives to do it more than most. And that's what makes it exciting. When I, you know, I, I keep talking about my interview process. Well, another thing that happened during my interview process was that I had the great fortune of meeting Roberto Sanchez Maharada mm -hmm. during my interview process. And here's why. I live in Orlando. He happened to be on vacation with his family in Orlando. And Mike Jossie had shared with him that, you know, Doug's, Doug Gilmore is interviewing for this position and might have a few minutes. And he, he took time out of his family vacation to come meet with me at a Panera restaurant <laughs> and, and, and give me a copy of the Mission Leader book and talk to me about his passion for the company and his passion for the mission and talked about spirituality and that the company is a consecrated company. And I was like, really? It was just amazing for him to have that conversation with me and also take time out of his personal vacation to do it with me. But I think that what our company is about is, is what a lot of companies are about. It's just more so. And that's doing the right things and, and, and making people's lives better. And everybody wants to do that, but we really put our money where our mouth is and, and we follow through on it from the top all the way down through the organization. And I've, I just had great fortune to, to interact with some terrific people. And certainly Roberto is, is right up there on the list. All of Doug's answers, Marisol, you could use in a promo, by the way. They're all they're all perfect. Yeah. So Yeah, he like stuns me into like <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Now, now on your last day, Doug. Okay, where yeah, why didn't we have him on uh, a year ago? Yeah, so I tried. I yeah. tried. <laughs> what are you going to do now? You're retiring. What are your plans? We've got to know. Are you excited to retire? 
retirement petrifies me. (laughs) Well, I'm a little bit sad. Uh, I won't lie about that. But I'm also very excited. Um, My wife actually retired from her corporate position about a year ago. Mm. So she couldn't wait for me to retire. (laughs) And um, and it's it's, an exciting time in our lives. Both of our children are out of the house. They both, uh, you know, graduated from college and, and got great jobs. And um, we're actually one of the things that we're going to do is actually help our daughter uh, launch a business wow. for herself. And um, in fact, we're leaving tomorrow to go to go look at some uh, some businesses that might be for sale for her. Wow. And other than that, golf, fish, travel, <laughs> spend time with family. Um, both my, my wife Susan and I come from big families, so we have lots of opportunity to go spend time with with friends and family there. And uh, it's just a very exciting exciting time, and we're we're looking forward to, to uh, getting out and seeing more of the world. That's great. I just uh, I I keep having these long pauses because I I sad that you're leaving. Like <laughs> I feel I feel that we're you know losing such a, a amazing voice, you know, but. Luckily, we have this podcast for perpetuity to hear you share your wisdom with us. I'm sure that I speak for Qualfun when I say we all thank you for everything you've done for us. And we wish you the absolute best in your future with your family. And, you know, I hope that we I I don't know what to say (laughs) End an interview when you're going to go into retirement. But we wish you the absolute best. Well, thank you very much. I I feel very blessed to have been uh, called to work for for Qualphone for to have the opportunity to to interact with some just amazing people. And um, Mike Jossie, I can't say enough about him. He's been a a terrific boss and mentor and friend. And um, I don't think I've ever had a boss that I've said that about before that, that I consider him a friend. You know, during the interview process, as as we rec- were recruiting for the person who's going to replace me, one of the things that I I tried to do, and, and we and it's what we try to do on these podcasts too, is talk about what makes Qualphone special. And and I often found myself at a loss for words as I talked to the various candidates about why you want to come work for Qualphone. But I, I, I tried as best I could just to share various stories and, and, and anecdotes about Mike and what, what a terrific boss he's been and how he, he's helped me grow as a person, as a professional. He, he helped knock down roadblocks when they were in the way and he helped give advice when it was necessary and maybe some pushback at, at times. And, um, and I can't say enough about how blessed I feel to have worked for Qualphone and, and also for Mike Jossie. And, and it's been an amazing experience, especially working with Liliana Morales and Alejandro Martinez. They are, they're terrific people who just have a do-whatever-it-takes kind of attitude. Um, one of the biggest challenges that we have every quarter in the compensation department is paying bonuses Mm. and Liliana and Alejandro were always willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that those bonuses were accurate and got out on time. And, and because we understood always understood that there's somebody looking forward to that bonus on the other end of the, uh, of the spreadsheet. And it's not just a name and a number. And, and I'll always be grateful for Liliana and Alejandro for their partnership as well. And, and I wish all of you all the best in the future. Take care. Wow. Well, I think the interview showed how lucky Qualphone was to have Doug Gilmore as an employee. He's just solid. He's just a solid human being. 
there what were the words you were using to describe him jeremy he is stable right he's just and i mean that in a uh, you know that might not sound like the most effusive term but no, I get, but what i, I mean it. by that is he's just he's just a go-to person a very solid person and you hear it in the interview he just is succinct he is just a, a great guy and he will he will be missed for sure Absolutely. I do want to mention in our outro that we do have a third podcast host that many people may not be aware of, and that's my dog, Jeffrey. Um, (laughs) He was, there was a bark in the episode that we could not edit out, and he is always here with us on the podcast, and you've done a great job of of editing him out in the past. Well, we're glad to have Jeffrey along. Yes, it's kind of goes with the whole work from home vibe of 2021. (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for listening again. I hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure to like subscribe and review rate and review. Those definitely help with people finding us and listening to us. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Marisol. See you next time. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of mission qualified. Remember, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe, and we'll see you next time on Mission Qualphone.